Hey everyone, welcome to the 16th episode of The Conscious Podcast. On this podcast, I got to catch up with the lovely Maddie Cole. Maddie is a personal trainer and awesome human being who has left her career and secure lifestyle to explore Australia by car and caravan. We had such an interesting conversation about why Maddie and her partner left a life of security with good, safe, normal careers and having properties to chase freedom and adventure around this amazing country we live in. We talk about Maddie's challenges, the eye-opening benefits of reducing to a minimalistic lifestyle, appreciating and enjoying the smaller things in life, being present in the moment, and the importance of choosing an empowering environment. This was such a great conversation. Make sure to check out her Instagram page in our bio to follow her journey. I hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. As you would know from listening to previous episodes of the podcast, I am proud to share a company I helped co-found, Snackbox Co. Snackbox Co. is a healthy snack delivery service, sending out monthly boxes filled with awesome, healthy snacks to workplaces around Australia. I found that in many of the 20 plus jobs I worked at, that the workplaces didn't offer a healthy snacking environment. We want to make it convenient to have healthy and fun options available. There are multiple box options to choose from and no locking contracts. And we also now introduce boxes for home. So you can also have a rotating variety of healthy snacks delivered to your door. For podcast listeners, if you go to our website, www.snackboxco.com.au and use the code CARLO15, C-A-R-L-O-15, all in uppercase, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. I'm always looking for ways to optimize my health. I've been feeling a slump in overall health and energy since about March this year. I noticed it was when I stopped taking my daily greens drink. So a few weeks ago, I researched the best out there and I found more life alkalizing greens and am now a big fan. It tastes so good. It has 18 plus fruits and veggies, no added sugars or processed sweeteners, helps support gut health with pre and probiotics plus digestive enzymes, supports your immune system and helps your body thrive in an alkaline state with this super convenient alkalizing nutrient green boost. I think everyone needs this in their life. It's just that thing you can just have every single day that just makes you feel so much better and puts so much good stuff into your body. My favorite greens is the acai raspberry flavor. For conscious podcast listeners, if you go to their site, www.morelife.com, M-O-R-L-I-F-E, and use the code Carlo15, all in uppercase, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. Maddie, how are you? Awesome, thanks, Carlo. How are you? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? What have you been up to this morning? <laughs> um, well, it's pretty early, so mostly sleeping. Yep. We've um, just parked the caravan last night. Nice. So, Whereabouts? Uh, down at the river. Excellent. Yeah, yeah down at the river. It was beautiful. <laughs> no, it, was re- it was actually really nice. Yep. But um, we didn't get much of a sunrise this morning. No, it's still coming up now. Yeah, I've noticed that it's a lot later here than yep. back at home. Yep. Where's home? Nice. Tassie. Nice. Yeah, Tasmania. Nice. So, you're travelling around? Yeah, that's right. We left 29th of April. Yep. So, I don't know, where are we? About six weeks ago. Yep. Left Tassie. 
And I've done a fair bit of Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, been in Mildura for nearly two weeks now. Yep. Um, I'm about to head off later on today to go to the Grampians. Nice. So, yeah, we're travelling around in the, the troopy in a caravan and just, yeah, taking it as it comes. The Australian dream. Yeah, yeah. Something, like, <laughs> something like that. Or the backpacker's dream, one of those. Oh, I don't know <laughs> if we're quite backpackers. <laughs> <laughs> too, too Aussie for backpackers. <laughs> yeah, yep. Um, and... That's why we've snuck in a conversation this morning. Because one, I wanted mm. to see you. Two, I wanted to get you on here. We're at Black Milk having a coffee. So good in here. It's like 8am. So that's why it's so early and Maddie hasn't been up to much. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> but this is awesome. Riveting life I live. Yes, yes. Who, who else can say they're doing a podcast at 8am this morning before yeah, well, anything I was, else? I was telling a couple of my friends last night. And they're like, oh, that we always used to catch up for coffee on Wednesday yep. mornings. And they were all messaging each other saying, oh, yeah, see you at 7 o'clock. And I was like, oh, yeah, I wish I could be there. Yeah. I was like, but I've got a date at 7, 7.30. So <laughs> they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> this one's been recorded. Yeah. <laughs> what are you most excited about in life right now? Um, for me, I think it's the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big reason for what we've decided to do this year, um, travelling and leaving a fair bit behind. Um so, yeah, I think that excites me not knowing I won't really know where we're going to be next week, mm-hmm. which is cool. Um, like we're head, heading to the Grampians today, yep. um, but I don't know if we'll stay there for a week. Uh, I don't know what we're going to do there and what we're going to see. So I think that's, yeah, pretty exciting. But then also the people we're going to meet, like we had always planned to come up to Mildura to do some work, um, but we haven't been lucky enough to find some. And I love that we can adapt and... Like, okay, it doesn't matter, we'll move mm-hmm. on. But so awesome we got to, to meet you. Yep. Um, Thanks. Otherwise, that wouldn't have Thanks happened. Thanks to Katie. Yeah. Shout Thanks. out. Mutual Thanks friend there. <laughs> the, yeah, she's like the, the friend. Hitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love this shout out. Absolutely. <laughs> Always listening. Big fan over here. Um, so what inspired you to, to, to travel around, to buy a caravan and just explore yeah. life in yeah. Australia? Um, it was probably a bit of a radical move mm-hmm. for Glenn and I. Um, would have surprised a lot of people, I'd say. Um, neither of us um, went through university or anything. Um, so settled down pretty early with careers. So Glenn, must, Glenn dropped out of year 12 to start work. Um, so pretty young, starting a full-time yep. job. Um and then I finished year 12 and for my gap year, I was meant to be going to uni. For my gap year, I started working as a um, secretary um, and did that for a, for a year and I was then meant to go to university but yep. just kind of talked myself out of it. I just couldn't really see it giving me the life mm-hmm. that I wanted. Um, so yeah, because we settled down into careers early, um, kind of meant we kind of got started with life early too I guess we kind of missed out on all the fun stuff and yeah. we didn't do any of the travel that a lot of people do when they're when they're younger um, and we bought houses and as I'm glad that we did that but at the same time it definitely held us back from mm-hmm. doing a lot of things that we wanted to do and because both of us had a house we had two mortgages um, so things were pretty tight at times mm-hmm. um, and I don't know well at this point in life I was Probably about this time last year, we were playing a Monopoly game together one night. Um, and as Glenn, Glenn's written a little bit about it, and he's like, it was pretty much our only escape from 
the life that we were <laughs> living at the time was to play this stupid game of Monopoly. Um, and we were just like, what, what are we doing? Like, we're not, like, experiencing life. And why do we feel, probably more so myself, why did I feel like I had to stay and keep doing what we were doing? Like, mm-hmm. if I wasn't happy, I was like, what, why am I doing this? Like, it's just this forced feeling. Um, and then, yeah, we're just like, well, what can we do to change it? I'm like, let's do it. Let's travel around Australia. And the plan was to probably do it in, do it in five years' time and, yeah, set ourselves up a bit better. And then we're like, nah, stuff it. That's a long time away. And who knows what's going to happen between now and then. So Very true. We're just like, whatever. But um, I think a big part of it for me was um, I don't think anything in life is for sure. Um, and I've seen, I think we've talked about it a fair bit, parents yep. and their generation um, working until they're um, at retirement, like 50, 60 years old. Um, and I was like, ooh, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Like, who, yeah. who's to say I'm going to make it to that? Like, oh, I really hope I do. <laughs> um, but there's, yeah, no guarantee that we're going to make it there and I don't want to work my ass off and then get two years to to experience it all so it was like stuff it we'll we'll do it now and and work it out from there so we just sold one house and rented out the other and got our set up and got on the road nice and it's it's so different like i can see how people would be like oh my god why would you do that you had houses you had everything set up mm. and then you're just like no i'm not comfortable i'm not happy yeah let's or we're not happy we're not comfortable let's let's go out and explore we're probably life. too comfortable yeah <laughs> was probably the other thing well there's the other trap of getting too comfortable in something and then not exploring from that yeah yeah that's right you just i know you get set in your ways and I think I've written about it. Um, like, you just feel like you're on some work-life cycle. Like, it's yeah. just like, this last week just felt like the same one that just went. I'm just, yeah. just it's just not really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and as much as you're like, oh, I want to go do this, I want to see this, you don't have time mm-hmm. to do it. Um, and I'm sure everybody can agree that, you, yeah. yeah, by the time you get to the end of the week, you're pretty tired. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've got houses, you're usually pretty busy cleaning those or gardening or doing renovations. So, yeah, we're just like, no. Nah why are we gardening a garden that we only ever get out in when we weed? It's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> so true. So for those that don't know you, what's what's a wrap? I suppose you gave us a lot of a wrap up there, but what about before that? So yep. your life before the, the move or the yeah. adventure? Yep. So for the last three years, I was working as a personal trainer nice. in a studio in Devonport. Mm-hmm. And two of those years, I was also managing it up until we left, um, which was such an awesome experience um so like managing the team and working with them um and yeah just all of the ins and outs and the behinds of the business basically um which was such an awesome experience for me and I learned so much and grew so much from doing that um but then I think it also took away from that passion of the personal training and why I started it Mm -hmm. um and probably made it a bit more serious um which was good like and I think I took on that role because I was always had this belief that I had to be better all the time to be happy but I think that's one big thing I've learned that you don't have to mm-hmm. <laughs> do that at all so yeah I was personal training um and yeah we had two houses um so we we're living in the one that I owned and we we're renting out Glenn's house um and had a bit of trouble with 
the the rental um, yeah. and things changed and we ended up being back in the other house um, and that was basically that time we were like okay where are we like what are we doing um, and that's when we sold the other house and and move forward with our plans. Yeah. So you kind of took a, a a check on life, and you were just like, "Where are we at? Mm. What do we want to do?" And then made a plan, or was it just like, "Let's just travel and figure it out as we go"? Um, there's probably more so planning on getting there, yep. like onto the road. There's not a lot of plan of where we're going mm-hmm. or what we're going to do, um, and I think that's a big part of why we're doing it. Um, we don't want to, yeah kind of put ourselves in a position where we feel like we have to do something at a certain time we just want to be like mm-hmm. okay we can change at any moment because our whole life has always just been like one thing after the next you have to be in a certain place yep. so it's nice just having that freedom um and already i'm just noticing mindset shifts and priorities changing yep. and things that i'm interested in having the opportunity to learn new things which is mm-hmm. really cool um yeah so so how are you finding that transition from obviously managing a pt studio mm-hmm. and being a pt to then having free time mm. and not having a routine schedule? It's been challenging. Like, I yep. love it, but it definitely has been challenging. I think I'm lucky to have Glenn because he's very relaxed and that helps me relax. He's super relaxed. Yeah. So <laughs> relaxed. Um, Shout out, Glenn. Yeah, <laughs> he's sleeping right now. <laughs> That's how relaxed he is. Yeah. Um, Can you get any more relaxed? <laughs> no, definitely not when he's sleeping. Um, where was I going with that? Uh, yeah, so the transition. Yes. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely a lot harder for me than it was probably for him because he loves downtime. Mm-hmm. I've always been someone like I cannot sit down. Like I have to, like I'll get home and I'll be straight into like cooking and then cleaning and like just go, 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 go until it was time for bed. Like mm-hmm. I just, and I just find things. Like it was just so stupid. You just find stupid things to do because you feel like you have to keep your hands busy. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, it's been a, a challenging transition because of the personality that I am, but it's been really good for me at the same time because I need to learn to slow down um, and already, yeah, we've, I'm learning to see see the world in a different way and, and myself as well mm-hmm. um, and then appreciating the smaller things because you actually have time to slow down and see them. Yeah, well, now you've got, like, the time and the, the presence to just be like, what are we doing today? Like, let's, yeah. let's go explore. Let's go yeah. running, which is another thing that you were yes. keeping yourself to. Explain yeah. that one, your challenge. Uh, yeah, just a little challenge for my myself. So, obviously, being a personal trainer, we always walk the talk and yeah. got to be a really good role model. Um, and I obviously went into that industry because I love health and fitness anyway and looking after myself. But I was a little bit nervous with this trip coming up this year and not being around that environment that I'll get slack um, because it's, as much as I keep my clients accountable, they definitely keep me in check without knowing. Um, so I was like, right, I run all the time. What can I do to keep myself accountable? So I said, right, I'm going to run every day this year. And it just has to be a minimum of one kilometre. So it's literally five minutes if I really don't feel like it. If I feel feel like crap, it just five minutes. Like yep. you usually feel better. And I always do. I always feel better by the end of it. And I usually start doing something else afterwards. Mm-hmm. So I might even go further um, or I might start doing another workout after I've done the 1K. But it's, yeah, it's been cool. I've really enjoyed it. And it's, and it's probably good for my sort of personality. I'm like, okay, I have one thing to do each day at least <laughs> is to run. Um, 
yeah, compared to old life, you've got a million and one things to do. I literally just have, yeah, no commitments or priorities or anything, which is a bit weird. But yeah, well, your only client right now is you. Yeah, Unless Glenn absolutely. wants to work out, but... <laughs> no, I haven't got that far yet. He did yeah. come for one run. I think he's come for one. Yeah. yeah. That's but right. I, but I beat him, so... Like, Glenn, you can cook tonight. I'm going for a run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Or you can just sit there and I'll come back and then, yeah. then I'll cook. <laughs> so how's that been as well, being in the outdoors? Is that something that you've been used to? Did you like camping? Or yeah. was it just, this is a new experience? No, so... Uh, how long ago was it? Probably nearly three years ago, we bought a little camper van, Um, and we've always enjoyed going out and camping, like, oh, let's get a camper van, so it's a little bit simpler, and everything's kind of set up, Um, so it was real cheap, so we just, we got that, and that was probably the first um, taste for me of um, living a life without a plan, Um, so at first, when we got it, I would always, like, week in advance like start planning out what we're going to do on the weekend like where we're going to go and like what places we're going to visit and all that sort of thing and I think it probably frustrated Glenn a little bit um because he would would notice that if something didn't go to how I wanted it to I'd get really frustrated um and disappointed so he was just like well you don't have to plan things out we we can just jump in the car and go Mm -hmm. um I think he's yeah created a bit of a devil in me because <laughs> now he's like where are we going I'm like I don't know where are we going like I, I don't really care so yeah we, I think it all kind of started from there um loving the camp trips doing that and so when we really asked ourselves I suppose when you're like oh what am I going to do when I retire I suppose that answers a lot of like what you're interested in and what you love doing and we're like well there's nothing stopping us from doing that now mm-hmm. um and no point putting it off like we're able to go climb mountains and hike and I'm sure people can do that when they're 50 and 60 but I'm sure it's also a lot harder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Good luck. Like. Yeah, yeah and we're able to just try new things without yeah, injuring ourselves or, mm. or whatever so yeah. Nice and I think it's just like the only thing that was stopping you would have been external pressures. Absolutely. Or just internal beliefs that you thought I have to do life this, this way, way. Yeah. and then I think for you to realise that, and so young as well, to just be like, we can go do what we want and mm. then come back. There was always that, you can always go back. Yeah, That's exactly. the big thing. And like I've experienced that as well from going away. And then, you know, you can always come back to that life. Yeah. But if you don't try those new things, you're never going to experience it. And yeah. like, for example, yourself in, in that schedule and that routine, you were looking after clients. You needed to plan things yeah. for them because you were looking after other people. Like if you had a family as well, you got to feed the kids, all that sort of stuff. But you had a choice in that. That was your choice to work in that. Yep. Now you're like, well, we want to do this. We want to yep. explore life. And I think that's so awesome. And I think it's something that people think they can't do oh, because absolutely. of I did. work. Yeah. yeah. I felt like I was 100% committed to the business that I was working in. I don't know where that came from. They definitely didn't put that pressure on me. It wasn't coming from them. It was coming from me. And I, just, I literally thought that was my my life forever. And I don't, yeah, it was so bizarre. And Glenn and I would talk about, oh, wouldn't it be amazing if we could live in Byron Bay? I'm like, yeah, but I don't know. I, I, work. I, could talk, yeah. <laughs> I could talk to the guys and see if I could do it, like, from over there. I'm like, I never thought it's okay to leave it, like, I don't know, I just, I'm a control freak. Yeah. <laughs> Not as much as I was, but yeah, yeah I was a control freak. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And how have, you, how have you found 
because I've only done a two-week van experience, yeah. van trip up the east coast of Australia, and I loved it. Um, lived out of a suitcase. Kind of got over it towards the end, but <laughs> it definitely opened my eyes on a few things. But how has it been for you? It's literally your car, your caravan, that's yeah. it. Is, yeah. is there any like, I know it's minimalistic, mm. but is there any like, oh, I want other stuff or I miss that? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, we've always been pretty simple in the way we've lived. Like we'd never wanted fancy furniture yeah. or anything like that. So we don't, we didn't really care about our possessions yeah. that much. It was more about the things that we enjoyed doing. Um, so it hasn't been too hard. Um, I'm trying to think if there's if there's anything that I would really love to have. But we've just been house sitting for the last week. Um, probably having a different room to go into yeah. away from each other sometimes is nice because um, you're literally living within a couple of metres of each other 24-7. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am slowly learning to get out and do some things by myself, which has been enjoyable as well. So I think that was probably the biggest change for us because when you're working um, and going through life, you don't actually see a lot of each other. And when mm-hmm. you do, you're tired. And you it's just after work. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to cook tea. You've got to clean up. And then yeah. you finally get to be like, oh, I'm pretty tired. Like, how's day been? And now we've got all this time together. And I think we're learning a lot about each other, which is really fascinating. Um, and we, ha- we honestly haven't had much, many challenges living together, which has been a relief. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, yeah. Um, we yeah we've always kind of enjoyed living that way and simple it's um yeah i don't feel like there's a lot that we need to be happy um and being able to go around because we're like if we're living in a caravan back at home at the caravan park it'd be pretty boring and like we've already started to get a little bit bored of where we are now um so yeah, oh, thanks. being out it. Thanks. We'll draw a I love so, it. Yeah. If I could see you every day, it probably wouldn't yeah, be so yeah. bad. But yeah. <laughs> commitments, um, careers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a job, so <laughs> um, yeah. So I think the opportunity to be able to move around, like, oh, we're kind of sick of this now. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That kind of keeps it exciting, and yeah, we're always on our toes. Yeah. So do you find like the relationship is so much closer now? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're any different with how we were before. Um, But, yeah, we're definitely learning a lot more about each other and seeing the changes happen um, from this transition. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, I think it's just nice to be able to spend that time together but not really feel like you have to be talking all the time. It's just nice to be together. So it's, yeah, pretty rewarding. Not a lot of people get to do that. So we're really lucky. Yeah, I'd say it'd be nice because there's no, like you said, there's no pressure of the day job or the the career and then everything else Mm. coming home, household duties and then... Yeah, and usually you're in a bad mood because you're tired um, and you take it out on them because they do one little thing that you didn't like. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so it's been yeah really nice taking away all those pressures and just being able to enjoy each other's company. It's definitely... You've got to be selective in someone you would travel yes. travel with. Um, and you definitely learn a lot about someone when you travel with them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think because we've been together for so long, um, it was yeah, yeah it was never going to be a problem. Yeah, and you've been camping before yeah, and lived together. so Yeah, and we love our time by ourselves. Yeah. Um, I think beforehand going camping and whatnot was like our escape. Um, and now we're just like, full-time escaping it's like oh this is weird yeah <laughs> what an experience and like even you were saying the other night like 
uh, we were playing a board game the other night and we had dinner and um, Maddie and, and Glenn were saying that some nights we just sit and watch the fire because it's just mesmerising and the time just flies and I'm like every time I've done that it's the same thing you just yeah. you don't you're not necessarily doing anything you're just being no. present and enjoying that moment and yeah. oh, it's just it's, so you nice. start to ask some really big questions yeah. too. So we got some pretty interesting conversations. Yeah, like I'll, that would be. I'll just rip out this random question and we're like, what? where did that <laughs> come from? <laughs> Philosopher Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah, I like, yeah, we love just sitting around the campfire and just, I think it's, yeah, that simplicity again. Like you don't sit down and just stare at your wood heater at yeah. home um, because there's too many other things going on around Or you. the reverse cycle duck. Yeah. Like. <laughs> the heat pump we call it in Tassie. Yeah. Apparently they're not called that over here. No, no, no. no. Yeah, so it's, it's really nice just being, yeah, like I said earlier, just in appreciating those really simple things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when all of the um, mess around you is gone in terms of busyness and things to do. Like, I don't have a house to clean anymore. I don't have anything. Like, it's, yeah, really interesting just to sit down, just let your brain just, just tick yeah. over um, and see where it goes. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, you do start asking, asking pretty yeah. big questions. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of, like, having your career before and then obviously now, like, that transition, as we were talking about before, in your mind right now, are you thinking about that? Are you, like, what's next or... What am I passionate about or what am I, you know, where's this going to lead to? Or is it you're just like, I'm just going to take this as it comes and Yeah, explore. yeah, probably more so just taking it as it comes, really. Um, I definitely always end up wanting to help people. Yep. It's just in my nature from like day dot I was going to be a nurse. Um, and then like that was, I was, that's what I was meant to be going to uni for. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to be doing night shift and mm-hmm. once you have a family and whatnot. Um, so that's kind of why I didn't do it. And that's probably why I ended up doing personal training. I was like, well, I can help people before they have to see a nurse. Um, so I always want to be able to help people. Um, but I don't really know what I want to do right now. But it's been really awesome stepping away from everything and stepping away from the feeling of having to have something sorted or worked out um, to be able to let myself, like, just let it happen. Um, and I, I, I already feel like I'm pretty calm in the fact, because usually I'd be freaking out. Mm. Like, what am I doing with my life? Um, I think being away from my normal environment has helped me to switch that off. Um, and it's really interesting just things that are kind of coming to mind. I'm like, oh, that'd be, that'd be cool to do. Um, but, like, I, I don't have to do it. Like, we're, mm. we're traveling at the moment. don't have to worry about that. But maybe when we go home, we could do that. Um, and they're things that we'd never even think think of doing before. But now that we've stepped out of that environment, environment we're able to, yeah, really see, like, what things we really love and enjoy and what we have to offer other people. Because I think naturally as humans... We're, we're here to serve. We're here to help people. Um, so I think I'll always fall into fall into that eventually. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What's the worst thing that has ever happened to you, and how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? Such a good question. I love it. <laughs> I always think about this with so many things. I, I always try to find a silver lining. Glenn and I were talking about that one. Last was a campfire night. talk, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we didn't even get a campfire last night. Oh, damn. Yeah, it was literally a pull up, get into bed. Our lights weren't working, so it was like a head torch set up last night while we got ourselves nice. sorted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> head torches are the bomb. <laughs> we only discovered them like 
a couple of weeks ago we knew about them but we didn't really think about getting one so like a necessity now um yeah look i don't know if i would need one um no you probably maybe if you go for a run at night time that has been handy yeah don't (laughs) do that (laughs) um yeah so from i wear one during soccer training and uh (laughs) yeah blind all the blokes (laughs) that could be a good tactic um yeah so probably in terms of getting us to where we are now um the worst thing that's ever happened that's ended up being the best thing i've been pretty privileged i've had a nice life um so not a lot of bad things have mm-hmm. happened to me um i don't know if that's because of my mindset and i always try to find it, the good in everything um and a reason for why it happened um but a couple of years ago i think i mentioned it before we had a bit of trouble trouble with our rental property um and a fair bit of damage by the tenants and headaches and whatnot uh and we're all always like oh we'll we'll get in the property game that will be our end game um we'll yeah just manage properties and we can retire when we're 40 and whatnot and it was kind of like a big wake-up call like which isn't a bad plan don't you no wrong, no that's yeah. yeah exactly like there's yeah plenty of people that can still do it and yeah. are doing it um but for us we had like yeah one little hiccup um I'm like, oh, things can go sour pretty quickly and it sets you back, mm-hmm. right back to basically where you started. And that's okay because you learn from it and you grow and whatnot. But then it kind of was a bit of a wake-up call to us um, as in like, okay, what are we actually doing? Um, do we want to do that? Like, is that mm-hmm. the, the path we want to go down? Because you've got to be pretty committed um, and you probably can't go travelling around Australia when you've got a heap yeah. of debt. Um, I think that was one thing um, we found owning properties and having careers was we felt so tied down. Um, like we had to be somewhere and we mm. had to, you have to have a job because you have to pay a mortgage. Well, you had those respons- responsibilities at that yeah. time. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So with the trouble we had with the um, rental property, um, we ended up fixing it up ourselves and renovating it with the help of Glenn's stepdad, um, which we super grateful for um and then yeah things kind of changed from where we thought we'll be heading um and I suppose it probably opened up that opportunity for us to really yeah think about okay what direction are we going and it gave us that opportunity to to change which was really cool so yeah uh, as much as it was horrible at the time there were a lot of tears and frustration and anger um I honestly wouldn't have it any other way like I always think as much as I don't like those people, I really do love them for what they did um, because there is absolutely no way I'd be sitting in this cafe right now with you yeah. if it didn't happen. I'd, I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, which That's is pretty powerful. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that sliding doors movie, like one thing happens and it can change the whole course of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so awesome. I. I'm, I'm marvelling at the fact that you're doing that and, and the fact that I was doing that and then I'm back. In the other situation, yeah. it's like I want to go back out there again. But there's also, it's, it's only myself that's stopping me yeah. from doing that. And I think the listeners are going to get a lot out of that because you were in that. And then you just you just had that realisation and then you, mm. you're out doing it. And like we were saying before, there's nothing stopping you from going back. No. But... It's just a mindset realized, thing. Yeah. You've realised that life is short and anything mm. could happen in the next five years. It's either going to be, or it could be many different ways, but you're taking it this way and yeah so cool yeah it's pretty powerful stuff and it's it's weird like looking back and I'm like why didn't I think of that before and sometimes it's just your environment I think yeah. you have to yeah it has to change for you to 
your mindset to change as well, which it shouldn't, but I think that's why it's so important for us to work on that sort of thing as well um, and just to always be asking yourself the questions, mm-hmm. um, especially like, okay, what am I doing? Is that getting me to where I want to be? Because for, for us, it was we want to be able to travel Australia. Well, why can't we do that right now? Like, what's stopping us? It was literally just us. Mm-hmm. No one else was stopping us. Everybody was so happy for us. Yeah. So, yeah, you're only stopping yourself. And probably envious <laughs> yeah, that you're doing that as bit. well is that the word a lot, of the, a lot of them say they're jealous but sometimes I think mm, I don't know if you could yeah. <laughs> live on the road either <laughs> well look it's not for everyone but no. might as well try it yeah exactly and just because that's my my thing and my dream or our dream um, of the idea of um, the perfect life for us doesn't mean it's somebody yes. else's um, yeah. somebody else might love working yeah. um, or somebody else might love travelling Europe but mm-hmm. yeah, for us it was travelling Australia but who knows that might change too yeah. and you're, you're allowed to change yep. yeah. we might buy a boat and sail the world yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> invite me if you do that alright well, wait then you'd have to deal with me every day on a boat who's yeah, going to be the captain be, uh, I can't steer a, oh I don't know I've never tried so no. I'm we to have, learn. I'm we have recently watched all of the Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> so we have a little bit of skill <laughs> I'm sure that'll come in handy. <laughs> What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Um, I was working with a coach a couple of years ago, maybe 18 months ago. Um, what type of coach? Like a life coach. Yep. Yep. Personal coach, not yeah, sporting coach. Um, and he was probably, and I yeah told him before I left, was a big part of that mindset shift for me. Um, I was, yeah, obviously, they just listen to all the stuff you're, you're saying. And he just said to me one day, you realise, I don't know how he worded it, worded it exactly, but he was like, you realise you don't have to be um, doing things for other people all the time. It's okay to put yourself first. And I never really thought of it like that. I was like, oh, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Like, I think I'm doing it for a lot of other people and not myself. And that was really powerful because then I was like, well, what would I do if I had the choice just to do something for myself? Um, and that was, yeah, a big part of what led us to that decision. Um, I think Glenn would have always <laughs> done it. Um, it was probably me holding us back. <clears throat> we never really talked about it that much, um, but he's, like we said before, so relaxed and cruisy. I'd be like, let's do this. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so that was really powerful for someone to say that to me and realise that I didn't have to be doing what I was doing if I didn't want to be like I felt like I I owed people something or I um had to yeah do things because that was um the right thing to do um I think that was probably what what I've done um a lot in my life was I did it because I felt like I should do it um and one of my clients just before I left um I don't know if you learn about them and I need to learn about them more but the chakras Yes. Um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it's like the belly. And she says... Solar plexus. Yeah, I think that's the one. She's like, you feel like you always have to... Like you should do things. Like you have to do things. And I did. I was just like, oh, that's really interesting that you say (laughs) that. Because I do. I'm like, Glenn, we're like, why are you doing that? Because because I have to. No, you you don't have Mm. to do that. Um, So, yeah, for that coach to say that to me um, was really powerful because I was like okay, well, what can I do? Like, I don't have to 
stay where I am if I don't want to. But I felt like I did. And the moment that he said that, I was like, thank you. Like, yeah. So definitely the best advice I've been given, for sure. Awesome. And what, like, what inspired you or moved you to get a coach at that time? Was it a friend or was it just someone you sought out or...? He um, had recently just finished um, training with Scott someone, I think. Um, he's Anthony Robbins' like, second man. Scott someone. I can't remember what, it's, what he's called. Um, and part of it was um, finding 10 people to do pro bono work with um, so he could get experience yep. um, with working with people and then mm-hmm. obviously have testimonials and things like that. Um, so he was actually a client where I was working and he was talking to me about it and I was like, oh, that's really cool. And he said, oh, well, would you like to be one of them? I was like, really? Yeah. But I would love that. So, yeah, that's how it kind of came about. Um, but I'm always seeking um, to learn from people and I think we're so lucky that we live in a world at the moment where we can... You can Google things, which is awesome. You can read so many books. You can listen to podcasts. Like, it's such an amazing world that, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago, we didn't have mm-hmm. the the potential to do that. It will be buying, like, a couple hundred dollars worth of Anthony Robbins <laughs> DVDs or whatever they were. or Isn't a bad thing. VCRs, yeah. <laughs> which, no, definitely isn't a bad thing, but it's Been just there, a lot more yeah. accessible. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is really cool. So, I, yeah, always love listening and learning. And you can... Take what you take what you want from those sort of yeah. things as well. You don't have to, yeah. Just because someone said that's the way it is, it doesn't mean it's the way for you. Yeah. Um, but when you start to really vibe with something, it's really cool. And like, mm. yeah. Well, that's that's one thing I've noticed recently, um, especially on social media, because that's how I meet a lot of the people mm. I meet. Me and you, we met through social media. Again, so shout cool. out Katie, who I met on so, on Instagram, who I still haven't met yet. So yeah. the friend that has She's so jealous friend hitched <laughs> us right now. I haven't met her, so <laughs> but we've been friends for years, and um, that's that's how we're here today. And mm. even on social media, you can surround yourself with good things. And even if it's not a personal mentor, mm. you can follow different hashtags like self awareness or personal growth, yep. and just get different information that feeds you different knowledge to then Absolutely. change your mindset or even open your mindset. And it, it's like you said, it's accessible now. Yeah, if you want change or you want something new or you want to learn. It's there. Yeah. And whether it's hiring a personal coach, which I now have. So cool. <laughs> um, it's, if, if you want those changes you, and you want something different, like with a PT, mm. go and research it. Go and find it. And if, it, if you feel like you, you really, really need it, then get that help. It's okay mm. to ask yeah. for help. And I think on the other side, it's important to know what you're putting out there um, as well um, in terms of... <clears throat> the sorts of things that you you're looking at on Instagram or liking on Instagram, you want to be careful that you're not yeah putting yourself in a toxic yeah. environment. Um, and with the way I don't know the internet works these days, things just pop up because you're saying them or doing yes. them. Um, so you want to be putting the right things out there. And I know even a couple of years ago, I was like, oh, I like all the the health and fitness and the fitness models and stuff on Instagram, like they'll get me all inspired to, to work out and stuff. And then I got to a point where I was just so critical of my own body because I was looking at all these other mm. ones. And that will be the first to say that they don't look anything like that, like every day. So I just was like, I started deleting them all because it was mm-hmm. so toxic for my mind. Um, and it was such a yeah awesome experience because it literally changed the way that I saw my, my own body by just taking that out, like that 
opportunity to probably compare yep. myself. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important to be, yeah, obviously make sure you're putting yourself in the right environment for where you want to be. Yep. Yeah. I agree. What advice would you give your 16-year-old self? Oh, so long ago. <laughs> so you were at high school? Yeah. 16, yeah. Yeah, so where, where are we? Yeah, grade 10, grade 11. Um, just met Glenn. <laughs> where the love story began. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, so I think for me, I've always been a massive overachiever. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not a bad thing. Um, and it's definitely helped me to get to um, a lot of the places that I've got um, because I'm so driven and once I get my mind stuck on something, I'll, yep. I'll get it done sort of thing. Um, and I was like that back then as well and probably at a point in my life now where I'm not like it as much as I ever have been. Um, but what I would probably tell myself, um, my 16-year-old self, would be to do things for you rather than other people mm-hmm. um, because I think that a lot of the reason why I was chasing certain dreams or climbing certain la- certain ladders or um, trying to reach a certain social hierarchy or whatever was because of the pressures that I felt from other people or the society um, and I don't think I was really doing it for myself and that was probably what got us to getting on the road now was I wasn't really doing what I was doing because that's what I wanted to do. I was doing mm-hmm. it because that's what I thought I was meant to do um, and what other people have probably said to do and they probably don't even know why you're meant to do yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, I think I would say to myself, um, always just make sure you make a decision based on what you want to do and not what other people think you should do. Um, yeah. I think that's it. Nice. <laughs> what do you think is a big problem in society that we need to talk about more? Oh, that's a big question. Big problem. I think it's, yeah, probably following on the thing that we've been talking about is um, people thinking they have to be doing something um, and probably like a socially recognised something. Um and that's been a big change for me um, where, yeah, I felt like I had to be um, successful um, and I don't know what that even really meant to me. Um, At the end of the day, for me now, being successful is being able to do what we're doing but before it was, yeah, getting the manager's role and then what's Mm -hmm. next after that? Is it owning your own business? Like it's always that that push to to do more um and I think yeah I think that's probably something we need to to talk about um because it's a huge thing at the moment like the hustle and the grind and and whatnot um and I know I was falling into that trap myself um Gary V probably says it a lot and a lot I I still love his stuff and I listen to it all the time because um on the other side he talks about some really cool things but the the hustle and the grind um really kind of got me worked up in a way and I was, it felt like I had to be doing something um, and I was kind of just doing nothing by doing stuff. Um, so I think, yeah, just really finding that purpose is important and like where where am I going? Is what I'm doing right now getting me to where I want to be? Because um, so often it's not. Um, and yeah, so I think that's probably a big thing that should be 
people just need to be more aware of, I guess, um, for why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. So knowing what you want and then figuring out if what you're doing right now, is that moving you towards it or yep. is there a smarter way to get to that without yep. working your... You do have to work hard. Yeah, life, absolutely. But working your ass off to have, you know, <laughs> 20 hours a day or whatever it is. And I, yeah. I, I love Gary Vee. And yeah. I have seen all of his speaks and even, even live, uh, not live, but his live um, talks. And it's funny what gets put out there is also missing the other things mm. he says about the patience. And it's if you want this kind of life, mm. this is what you have to do. I think people get a bit confused by it. Yes. Because yeah. um, then like he'll talk about the killing it. Um, and he'll say, if you want to be a garbage collector and you're collecting garbage, you're killing it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's yeah so important to get back to that because so many people wouldn't be the garbage collector because that's not what looks like the right thing to do like that's not successful in other people's eyes Mm -hmm. but if that's what you really want to do then just do that some people just love garbage yeah (laughs) Oscar the Grouch yeah (laughs) Yeah, exactly but yeah I think that's a really important thing for people to really ask themselves is am I doing it because it's what I want to be doing or is it because I'm doing it because I want to look like someone else to everybody else Mm -hmm. yeah powerful if this was the last time you seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I could use every day to improve my life, what would you teach me? Jeez. I don't think I this sent this to be. you. Yeah. This could I think you did, but not as detailed. Yep. Um, this could be the last time we see each other. I hope not. I, I hope doubt not. It. I think Katie's a planning while. a trip to somewhere with all of us oh, and Connor as really? well. Yeah. I'd, she did ask me it'll when, happen. when will we be in Byron. So. Yes, that. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's now recorded, it's like so between, it has to happen. Between now and six months' time, like, if I flick when you a message it, within a week, can you be there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, probably not, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, something I could teach you that's tangible to see if we weren't going to see each other. So something I could use every day to improve my life. Yeah, right. You can edit this out anyway, can't you? Um, I'm trying to think. I think it's, I don't know if it's really a tangible thing, but um, making sure you don't lose um, your focus on, I think it's not being too caught up in where you want to be that you kind of forget where you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's really a tangible thing, but maybe it's a question yeah. you can ask yes. yourself. Yeah. Um, and I, well, it's I a tangible it, question. Yeah. <laughs> I think it probably comes back to gratitude um, because I know my brain in the past has always been three, five, ten years ahead of where I am right now. And that's an awesome thing to do because that's how you grow and that's how you get to, to where you want to be and how you reach your goals and whatnot. Um, but I think it's so important not to get lost in what you have right now um, because the grass is always greener on the other side but it's not um, and it's greener where you water it yeah that's it what maybe? I said to someone the other day yeah that's what I meant um, yeah the grass is always greener where you water it um, and I think so many people yeah get and I've, I've done it so much before you and then in hindsight you look back at things you're like why didn't I appreciate that more when I had it there um, we lost our dog last year and I look back on moments and I'm like I really wish I just did more stuff with him um, but I can't, I can't get that back anymore um, so I think it's just that like when he get, when you get home and he's jumping on you not pushing him away it's it's getting down and, and appreciating the fact that you have someone there that's so happy 
to see you. But when you apart from Glenn, yeah, 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 yeah. Then it, walk in, he's just in there somewhere. Um, I did make a promise to myself, and I haven't done it that when he went, that I'll make sure that I um, greeted him every day like I uh, was like a dog <laughs> jumping all over. Um, so I think it's yeah, being grateful for what you have now. Um, definitely still focusing on the future. Um, but not getting so caught up in that that you forget how good right what, now right, is. right now yeah. is yeah absolutely um, especially because we're always getting older and things are changing um, you never know um, when you're going to look back and you think life was really good right back then but I wasn't even mm-hmm. I didn't even realise it I agree yeah. what does it mean to be conscious to you Um, I think it's yeah probably a big part of what I was just saying then was being aware of what's going on around you mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, rather than having your mind in the past or in the future, it's just being right here, right now, yeah. enjoying. I think that's yeah a lot of consciousness to me. And when you're in that moment, like I was saying before, when you're sitting around the campfire, just mesmerised by the the flames um, that's when you really do ask those big questions um, because when you're too busy focusing on the past or the future you don't seem to ask those questions of yourself um, rather than yeah right now what can I ask myself yeah I like it in the present moment the I am yeah yeah awesome and where can people see more of your stuff and follow you um, we're mostly on Instagram at the moment. Um, you can follow all the adventures. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty epic. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get a little bit slack sometimes, but being busy, caught up in the adventures. Um, Bush Wi-Fi as well. Yeah, <laughs> that gets really hard, and like we have, a, we don't have unlimited data anymore. Yeah. So that's that's definitely been a challenge. <laughs> First world um, problems. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's sometimes good though. Like, okay, we're gonna have to slow down on the, the internet now um, it's really good excuses to pick up a book um, what was I going to say can you imagine that was life what five ten years ago yeah where we didn't have it or we had like only internet well, was dial only, up yeah you couldn't make a phone call yeah like, you know, it's like okay you got to get off MSN now because we've got to make a phone call oh my gosh MSN <laughs> um, what was the question where can people follow you oh yeah um I'm almost about to release a website. Ooh, I've learnt so much making a website. It's so <laughs> cool. It's like I say to Glenn, it's like this whole another world. And I have a, and I think that's what, one thing I've really enjoyed about um, what we're doing this year because we've been able to step back um, from our busyness of lives and doing the same thing all the time. We've been able to do different and new things, mm-hmm. and it gives you a whole new appreciation for for those people that do it all the time, um, like web developers. They are amazing. Like, I've learned so much, but I, I'm, I'm probably 1% yep. like, out of what I can learn. And like, I went to a pole dancing class the other night, and I went yep. to an aerial hoop class last night. And now, like, when you see those things, you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. But you don't realise how hard it is. You're like, now I can be like, wow, that's really, really cool that they can do that. So I think it's yeah, important to try new things um, so you can get that appreciation. Mm-hmm. Back to what you asked me, yeah, you can find us on Instagram mostly nice. and we'll share things on there. So it's spending our youth. Yep, and I'll tag that in the show notes as well so you Thank can you. click on that and go straight to the page and give them a follow. And 
I love that what you said before because I'm all about skill acquisition in yeah. so many different things. Just try different things and you're yeah. just going to learn so much knowledge for you. Yeah, I've never probably put myself in, a, in an environment that I can do that as much as what we are right now and having a bit of a taste of it um, probably more so over the last week. It's been handy being in a big city because there's more things <laughs> to do. Um, but yeah, like even we brought our bikes along with us this year on the trip. Um, we're like, oh, is this going to be like the world's biggest mistake carrying these bikes around? Um, and we ended up parking at this campsite that we found on Wiki Camps. And we had no idea that there was just like all these mountain bike trails around us. And we're just talking to a couple of the campers. Actually, there were two other campers there, and they were both the other, they were all Tasmanian, which was really random. <laughs> um, and they're like, oh, so you guys here to mountain bike, are you? are like, no. Like, is there mountain bike trails around here? We'd never done it before. And like, we come from Tassie, and a lot of people probably know it's like some of the world's best mountain bike trails over there. And now we're doing it while we're traveling around here. We haven't got mountain bikes, but we're just doing the best that we can with what we've got. And like, we absolutely love it. And like, why haven't we done this before? I think because we're so busy, caught up in this busy life um, that you don't even, yeah, get the opportunity to go do those sort of things. Um, and you kind of make up excuses because you almost don't really want to because you're so tired. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas now we're like, oh, well, may as well give it a yeah. go. Come off over the handlebars. That's all right. Uh, you learn. Yeah. You learn. Life experience. It's one to add to the uh, memory book. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining no me. No worries. Thanks for having me. Coming in the morning before you leave to leave me for a long time. No. But it's been, been amazing not meeting too long. you. Yeah, well, look, I, hopefully we can meet again somewhere else. Maybe Bondi or was it Byron? Byron. Byron. And oh, then so we can all be there and then we can do another podcast. Oh, how cool would that Let's be? Katie would be stoked. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's put it in the works. All right. But Thank you so much. I can't make any commitments. Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. Peace. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully, you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, Both handles are at The Conscious Podcast. And also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice.